Hello and welcome to Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. My name's Paul Cochran. I've got Brett Skelly and Tom Swiderski with me. G'day, boys. Hello, boys. How's things? I'm going well. Tommy, you are flying, mate. You're fly- top 10 coach. Top the only top 10 coach at this table. Yeah, I've done well. Um, you've snuck <laughs> up yourself, to be honest. You had yeah, a good I, week. But yeah, I had an okay week. I sort of climbed a little bit, but um, certainly not making the gains you are. Yeah, I'm red hot at the moment. Um, we'll see if I can continue. We're almost a third of the way through. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Gee, hasn't that gone quick? Yeah. I mean, we're round eight. We're 25 weeks. So, um, yeah, we're all pretty much a third of the way through. Someone's got to chase down Troy still. Incredible. Well, he's, his margins um, it's certainly reducing. Mm. Yeah, they're closing. It is, isn't it? Like, it's down to – it's funny. Like, I, you know, remember that week one when I was only a few points behind him? Yeah. And then now he's put a gap on me, clearly with some, you know, far more astute trades and decisions than I've made. Yeah. Um, you were a long way off the pace, but you've made those gains, which is proof to people out there listening that it can be done. Um, but other people are catching Troy. You know, yeah. that, that's, it's only down 63 to 60 points or something yeah. now. 63. You know, and, and, and on a week like this that we've got coming up with all the, the bonus points up for grabs, um, you know, don't lose sight, people. Yeah, there's still 100, 180 points uh, roughly around there between 1st and 10th, yeah. which is it seems like a lot, but if you keep chipping at it week to week, yep. should yep. catch him. So 643 for me this week. Uh, the, the highest score of the round was 718. Uh, how'd you go, Tom? 659, 718 is a great score. Yeah, it is, it? isn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's good. What about you, Brett? Yeah, I, I've made a very bad mistake this week. Um, I I put my changes in at 5 to 1 on Tuesday. At 5 past 1, I went, I didn't change my captain. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, so I, I had Robbie as my captain through the week, uh, but I was meant to change it to Cam Hart. So that's, that's cost me... About a hundred. Yeah, it's a big points. chunk in so, it. Yeah. yeah. So I ended up with five hundred for the week, and I was devastated. Yeah. Well, unlucky, mate. That's the <laughs> that's the the price you pay for making last minute decisions. We've warned people about this. Plenty we of say times. this every Some week. We? Every we? week. I yep. said, you know, I, how many times have I done the stupid thing and been in the the final thirty seconds of doing stuff, and we've issued a cautionary tale to people: don't do that. It's not worth the bullets that you sweat, or the pressure that you put on your ticker. Or the stress test that you put on the system. So and Brett's mate. gone and done it. Well, yeah, I, I must at least say it hasn't cost me. Yeah. Twelve oh one Sunday morning. I was there. And I changed it. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh well. We live. We learn, don't we? That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. We had a lot this week, and we've nothing left to wait for. As she said, mate, it's over, let it go. <laughs> yeah, what can you do? Um, yeah, big week. 718 was a high score for, you know, one of our players, our drivers. We started to see some big scores. We had the first ton. The first, uh, the bat was raised to the members by Cameron Hart. Well done, Cam. Uh, what did he pull? 112 or something? 112, 112, yeah. 112, yeah, what a score. Um, on the back of picking up some of those bonus points though, as well. You know, yeah. so he, he got... Um, he obviously drove one of the triple points features. So, you know, it was one of those – remember last week I, I sort of talked about how I had Mark Peters captain and I picked up the triple score, but he still wasn't – it still didn't – even with that, it mm. still didn't make him the highest score of the week. This week, Cam was the highest score and he had the triple score, but I reckon I was one of about – I don't know, ninety nine percent of the comp apart from you, Brady yeah, as captain. Yeah. I have no idea what the metric was, but um I think he was pretty popular. 
Yeah, you yeah. had him as captain, didn't you, Tom? Yeah, uh, Jack Callaghan on 80 was oh, pretty yeah. impressive as well. Yeah. Um, that's a big score. Um, yeah, plenty of great scores across that Metro line and even up in the Western with Amanda. I was talking to Cam at Menangle on Tuesday last week and um, he said, because oh, I said to him, oh, I saw you going to Bathurst, that's unusual. He said, yeah, yeah, I got, he said, I'm Jack Trainer talked him into, into going to Bathurst, said, well, mate, there's a lot of fantasy, fantasy players will be happy about that. And obviously you got, you know, the big night, um, big night on Saturday and I said, gee, I reckon you're going to be popular. And he goes, yeah, I reckon most of the comp will have me as captain this yeah. week. So even in you, well, he missed Friday night at Newcastle. Yeah, so imagine. I'll, t- he I'll had tell you why. There. You know why? No, he was at Ed Sheeran. Wow. Yeah, he was at Ed Sheeran with my priorities. Me. Not with me, but we were both in the same. Car. I think he had better seats than me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's on different. He's on a different coin level to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, the way he's gone, uh, Cameron Hart. So yeah, um, hundred and twelve mega score. But as you said, Jack Callaghan eighty. I tell you, it was the. Under the radar performer, Josh Gallagher, 63. Yeah. Chris Geary, 65. Yeah. You know, well, those two boys, like, you're getting good value there. Paul um, Rickson, 57. Yep. Good, good scores. Hey, Amanda Turbo was a beneficiary of the, the triple point score system. So she picked up 30 for Windy um, Hill. driving, yeah, for Windy Hill Tara. Mm. Uh, so she ended up on 51. I mean, without that score, you know, she would have been back in the pack a little bit. Fifty ones—that's that would be her high score of the round I, of the year. Yeah, maybe. I would say so. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was good from Amanda. Oh, she was pretty happy about it too when I saw her at the awards yesterday, and we had a little chat about it. So well done. There you go. Yeah. Well, one I on mean, Porto, Porto. I think she was more well. happy about winning the group one than than, than a fantasy, <laughs> fantasy score. Points, but yeah. hey, you know, I can't be sure about that. Boys. It's the icing on top. <laughs> I can't be sure. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people were stuck with Robbie Morris as captain, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, uh, all fair. Uh, still did all right. He, yeah. he still got 41 points, um, you know, for the round. Luke McCarthy, 56. I've got a feeling our overall leader might have had Luke as captain. Wow. Not sure. Just looking at the scores, I'm not sure. He might have had Cam. I don't know. We'll probably get it. Probably get a message from Troy. Very cryptic around how these teams are assembled, isn't it? We, don't, we, can't, we haven't got oversight on it. But, yeah, not sure. Maybe it was – maybe he had Cam. Like, the – the way the points sort of started to pack up, I just had a sneaking suspicion. Not sure. Mm. Yeah. So 56 for Luke McCarthy. Uh, I brought Jack Trainer into my team and um, didn't quite get the points I was hoping for, but, you know, still got 21 points. I was the same there, yeah. Jack Trainer. Um, Blake Hughes, 34. So he, he yeah. delivered on that, that uh, Hunter line for people who, who stuck with him. Uh, Blake Jones, 22. Jackson Payne, 26 in the Riverina. So the Riverina didn't... James Locke, 28 in the river. Yeah, that, I mean, he, that helped me a lot. He was good returns. I'll tell you one, that a sneaky one. And, and look, you've got to put a – we've talked about this before, Tommy, is like what you pay and what you expect for that price point. So one of the ones I bought in, which enabled me to make a few moves, was Aaron Garrity up me in, too. in the Hunter. Yeah, me 220. Too. Now, I'm happy. He got 10 points. That's I'm happy with that. Two seconds. Small, that's, yep. I'm happy with that. Yep, so that yep. 10 points was probably better than what I was getting on in that spot. A two hundred and twenty, basically almost the you know two hundred's the lowest price point. So got him in, he gets ten points. It allowed me to make some moves moves elsewhere. So yeah, yeah I was pretty happy with that. 10 I points. did the same thing. Yeah. I left Blake Hughes out. I gave him a rap last week saying I was going to put him in, and I didn't this week, and it's cost me thirty four points. So that wasn't great. So um, is that. I can't remember, Tommy. You're a bit more of a student on these scores than me. Uh, 718. That's the highest. That is the yep. highest of the yep. yeah the season. So, yep. you know, but as you'd expect, obviously, we've got the triple points and, and triple and double points going on in the metropolitan region where a lot of people have, 
you know, gone a bit top heavy with that. Yeah. And given that Cameron Hart got one of the triple points, you had Amanda Turnbull getting a triple point score, and then you had um, when did our double points go, Tommy? Just remind me. Which race was that? We had double points, uh, two double po- on the sprints. So yes. we had uh, David, David Moran. Moran picked up double points with Honolulu Bay, and I watched just watched all the replays. I can't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> this is the racing cycle for you, isn't it? So you know, but the, I, I think a lot of the, the the bonus points were were going to teams that people had those drivers. So yeah. you know that um, David Moran's an interesting one though. Whether people had David Moran in their team, yeah, given have. he's based in in the River Arena. So I left Mark Pitt in and. Uh, yeah, that's a mistake there. Yeah. I think a lot of people did, though. He was the easy option to get him in the team or, or keep him in the team. And, yeah. I mean, he's been going great guns and, and I don't, I wouldn't say disappointed, but he, he was a lot lower last week yeah. than he has been previously. Jack Callaghan was the other one with Spirit of St. Louis. Yep, there you yep. go. So, you know, picked up 20 points there, which contributed, to, as we said, a great score for Jack. So, yeah, um, again, we, we're seeing these blockbuster scores. I think we're going to see it again this week because... Obviously, this week we have got um, a double point score on the Ainsworth free for all, and then we've got three triple ra- triple points races on that Menangle card on Saturday night, which is, of course the you know the best race in the country in the world. The Miracle Mile is the is the centerpiece of that, but we've also got triple point scores on the Hammerhead Mile and the New South Wales Derby. So, um, great opportunity for people to really try and get themselves up that leaderboard or go after that weekly prize, boys. Yeah, and I think. Uh the Trotters Mile this week, the Hammerhead, might actually uh, be the, the changer for a few people. There's a few in there that, you know, we don't see often or there's a few there that, you know, we, we've got Brittany Graham who's obviously not in the, our game but who knows, she might go out and win it. But, yeah, yeah we've yeah. got Maddie Craven, Shannon Sullivan, uh, Nathan Jack. They're, they're not ones that we talk about regularly on, yeah. on the yeah, show. Well, Maddie Craven's in the game. Um, Nathan Jack's been there all along. And, you know, we suspect Nathan Jack might have the drive on, on MacDan in the Miracle Mile. That's, too, a, very, so. that's a good option, then, yeah, for that be, Riverine area. Could be one to, to, uh, to pick up. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Winning. Hey, that's pretty good. Winner. That was legitness. For that, I say, all right, all right, all right. Wow, winning. Yeah, so boys, as we said, 718 was the winning score this week. So, um, as we said, Troy McDonald is still our leader. Like, he, he's done well to hang on. I, I'll tell you what, I've played fantasy sports across multiple codes for a lot of years. I haven't seen anyone get in front and cling on for as long as Troy has. He's almost... Um, I, he's he's got to be on that world record pace for how long you hang on to the leaders jersey. <laughs> I I haven't seen a, a performance like it. Yeah, it, as we said though, there's a few people catching. I wonder if it's the wobbly wheel or if, uh, if yeah. he's going to hold on and keep going. Yeah, the gas truck backing yeah. up on yeah. on Troy. Uh, you know, but you know, still that sixty points. So it'll be like you. I was talking to a few people at the awards yesterday who are right into the game, and they said they feel like at some point they're going to have to make a play that's out of the box in order to, to bridge the gap. Yeah. Do you think it's going to take that, Tommy, or is it you – like your team has shown that that consistent chipping away and making gains yeah. can do it. I mean, we are in round eight of 25 rounds. There is a long way to go. Yeah, I think the last few weeks I've been focusing on getting rid of my zero scores, which has really helped me. Like we just spoke about um, Garrity up in, in the Hunter and Tom Callaghan and, and those type of drivers, real cheap, but they're getting drives at least. Um, I reckon I might go with that strategy this week because I feel like 
I've kind of got what I want in the metropolitan yeah. region, and now's the time to probably turn some of those. Uh, there's still a couple of zeros sitting there that maybe this is the week to. If I can sort of turn, say, three zeros into thirty points, like you know, or something yeah. like that, even twenty. That's that big. That's it. Yeah. yeah, that's that big margin that you can bridge. So maybe that's the. Maybe it's a, a pretty good strategy for people to potentially. Uh, yeah, because I think in mind. most people now know what they want to do, and it's mainly focused around the metro. So. Um, pick up some scores elsewhere and, and you'll be all right. Like I had Isabel Ross this week, 16 points. That's yep. good enough for that price yep. um, price point. I mean, that said, though, there may be some people that you do want to chop and change in the metro region this week, given that you got – if you're going to bring in your, your interstaters, this is the week to do it yeah. because this is when they're all appearing in those big bonus point races. They're not going to have currency for a great deal beyond this week. That's why they were bought into the game. So – um, and the only thing is, though, that they don't have the volume of drives. I know you're hot on that time is the volume of drives, but you might get big sort of bang reward for your, yeah. your investment. Well, the good example is... Like a Greg is, Sugars. Yeah, even a, even a Mark Pitt, you know, um, if you've taken uh, Blake Jones over Mark Pitt around that same price point in that district, you'd think, okay, Mark Pitt's got a couple of Group 1 drives. He'll pick up something, but Blake Jones outscored him this week, so... It's just it's dependent on your strategy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, look at the we've got a triple point score on the on the Hammerhead Trotters Mile, and we've got the Inner Dominion champion who is just you know borderline unbeatable in that in that gate over that distance here for Greg Sugars. Now he doesn't have a lot of drives. He's mm. got a handful of drives, but not a lot on Saturday night. Now, if you if you want to say, well, I'm going to take that one to the bank, and say, well, there's 30 points. Like, is is it is it worth doing? You got only got to look at Jimmy Douglas, Will Rickson, Chris Geary. All these they're the volume drivers, and you know, Chris got 65, Will 57. I'm pretty sure Jimmy scored over 40 again this week. So, me personally, I still prefer those volume drives. Um, Penrith Fields are out now. I'll have a good look at them and see see where everyone is. I know Jimmy's at. Um, uh, Bathurst on Wednesday for a drive as well, so those type of I, I prefer those type of drivers over than a you know hit and run mission. Right. Yeah, and do you get rid of a, a Robbie Morris to put in a, a driver like that too? And I know Robbie had a, a not a great week last week for forty one, but yeah, it, it'd be a hard call. Yeah, and well, Robbie's at Bathurst this week too. I'm just I'm just looking at Penrith now, and and it's a nine race card, and Will Rickson's name is down for the first seven of them. Yep. So yep. yeah, the. And, and he's he's been on fire. I mean, you know, congratulations to Will. He just won the the Club and Angle uh, medal yesterday at the Industry Awards. Uh, you know, and rightly so because performance performance um, over the year and the volume of work that he's produced, he's he's legit. Yeah, the start to this year, I don't think anyone's well apart from maybe Cam, but no one's in better form than Will. I'd say. Oh, you know, he he pumped out mega numbers. You know, not only on how many drives he's. He's part of, but how many winners he's producing? Mm. You know, he's he's great value in this game. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll get into the trades, you know, as the show progresses. But that's the sort. I think that's the sort of score. Do you, do you think we could even top that this week, Tom? Um, I don't think so because of that Trotters race. Uh, because we got a few of the interstate drivers as well for the Miracle Mile. But they might take the points uh, rather than you know. I would say most people would have those Metro heavy. Um, consistent drivers in their team rather than the one-offs. But I would say around 700 again. Okay. Um, 
we've got Bathurst Wednesday night. So I just wonder with – I'm just looking at Bathurst, I'm looking at Newcastle and, and Penrith, whether in a week like this, if you can get those three right, our staple race days, race day and nights in those regions which bring our – our Western, our Hunter, mm. um, and and our peripheral metropolitan um, kind of, you know, not our usual suspects, so not not your Cam Hartsy, Jack Callaghan's, your Robbie Morris's, brings them into play. I wonder if that's where your point of difference is going to be this week. Yeah, well, looking at Bathurst, I know we'll probably touch on it shortly, James Locke and Blake Mikaliff are coming up from, from the Riverina. We've got Jack Chappell from the Hunter, Jimmy Douglas and Robbie Morris. So is there a mixture of... Um, all, all districts there. Oh, I'm, I'm looking at, at the book that Amanda Turnbull's got here. There's volume there. I, I just wonder whether whether we just saw a break. You know, her winning with Windy Hiltara in that group one where that Amanda just, now's the time. Yeah. I think that's she the thing, starts, yeah. I think, starts going berserk. I think if you've taken her out of your team, this is the week to bring it back because, yeah, yeah I think uh, – Bathurst looks good. Um, she'll definitely be driving the air on, on Saturday night as and well. She's and she's got um, Bundoran in tomorrow That's at, at yeah. Angle, so um, plenty of drives for Amanda this week. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think we just got a plethora of racing and all the all the big guns are involved. So this is, I think, this is going to be a really a really cool week for the game because everyone's involved and everyone's got a chance, which means we're going to see that spread of points, which probably does say that that. 718 is probably pretty safe mm. this week as a, as a, as a high watermark, maybe. And, you know, mate, what, what do you think's par then, Tom? Like, are we, are we somewhere in the low 600s? Is that. I reckon high 600s. Well, yeah. just looking at the spread from last week, you had multiple Metro drivers over 50, Amanda over 50 points. It, it could be similar this week, if not better. It just depends which way the Group 1 swing because they're all very competitive on paper. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, look, I think. It, it's going to require people to get into these race fields and start to really sort of pour some time into, I guess, trust your gut, you know, trust your gut, but but also have a look at who's competing and saying, well, where do I see the best chances here? I mean, that's really the only way you can go about it, isn't it, Brett? Yeah, that's it, yeah. I mean, uh, similar to last week, I mean, trying to find the, the right uh, – the right mix. I mean, we mentioned Josh Gallagher last week about taking him out, and then he mm. goes out and gets 60. So, you know, if you had him and Jack Callaghan and Cam Hart as your captain, that's almost 400 points straight away. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you can do that this week again, you're flying. Well, they were the lion's share of my points pool. There's no doubt about it. I, I did hang on to Josh. I, I know that I bought into that argument and wondered whether it was a play. In the end, I decided that I thought that the, the ability mm. of Josh at Newcastle – was too strong to, to ignore, and I, so I, I hung on to him. I did trade out Amanda Turnbull last week, though, which, you know, ended up being on the back of that Group 1 win was was a tough one to, yeah. tough one to, to take on board. I, I, particularly when I bought Jack Trainer in for her, there's a 30-point swing between those two. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, that's the difference between a significant climb up the board and, and, and not, and that's the game you play. That is this game. <laughs> it's yeah. making those calls, isn't it? So... Um, some suspensions um, and availability. Have a look at uh, if you've got Grace Penetler in your team, um, she has got a few weeks. So Grace is, Grace is obviously one you want to you keep in mind um, if you've got Grace there and consider what you do at the trade table. Uh, Maddie Simon's the other one. So at the lower price point, <coughs> Maddie's one that you might want to consider. So um, apart from that, we're pretty clean. Yeah, yep. it's good at the moment. <coughs> um, 
Now, this week, the race schedule. So we've got Menangle Tuesday. We're at Bathurst on Wednesday. Uh, Penrith is our, our Thursday night um, meeting. We've got Friday at Wagga and Newcastle yep. and Menangle on Saturday for that big blockbuster group one night. So pretty traditional template style of week. I'm excited about Wagga being back to normal because yeah. I think we're going to see we're going to see your Blake Joneses and your Jackson paintings and those boys. Well, we had Brad Hewitt last week, yeah. uh, Treble at yep. Wagga, and um, James Lock drove too. So some normality in that region, Jackson painting and Blake Jones with another couple of winners. So a bit of normality there. Yep. Yep. And, and, and that's what, if you can, if you can get those bankers, you know, that sort of dependability in, in your scoring, it's going to help you out to make those bold plays, those kind of out of the box kind of plays that might be the ones that can, can propel you up the leaderboard and, and, and try and bridge that margin a little bit. If you can, sort of have those drivers in your team where you go, well, I can rely on that score, that score. We're starting to see Jackson Painting sort of emerge a bit yeah. more. and, and 26 well. this week, so it's, um, yeah, but back to his happy hunting ground at yeah. Wagga. So, and we've got that for a, a fair while now. Um, Blake Mickliff's another one. Yeah. Uh, now that we're back at Wagga and he likes to go up to Bathurst as well. So he's one that we haven't mentioned that often, but it, I think now that... time, yeah. Yeah, I think it, given that he'll probably jog between the two tracks that, yeah, he's one to look at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we predicted that with Jackson Painting, though, didn't we? We said once once we get that run of race yeah. meetings at, at Wagga, that's where he really burns. I think we got young Carnival of Cups next week. Yeah, yeah next uh, Friday. We're, yeah, yeah we're so we've got a double points opportunity. That'll be interesting. There. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Got to get through this week first, though. Absolutely. <laughs> Mission failed. We'll get them next time. What this trade will do is serve as a benchmark for future business, Kevin. Why are you running? Why are you running? Kevin, let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you in a few minutes with an exact confirmation. Sorry, bro. All right, boys. Uh, trade time. Got anyone Anyone obvious that you got in your sights, Tom? Not too obvious. You're probably at a point where you're starting to protect your IP a little nah, bit. No, yeah, no, no. You're going on the, on the leaderboard. <laughs> nah, um... I'm just making a few changes this week. Phoebe Betts and Isabel Ross out. Um, Travis Bullock and Ashley Gribes in. Um, Travis has got five drives on Wednesday night. Um, they've utilised his claim very good. I think old Luke got, got down on the ratings and it snuck in there and he looks hard to beat and he's got another couple of other good drives from good draws. So, And Ashley Gribes back driving. I think she's only had one drive this year so far, but she's got four drives and they yeah, look right. they look good on paper. So yeah, okay. Um I don't think the prices no the prices won't be out but um I'll have a look on the the recommended prices on yep. on um, online and and see see who's the favorites. What the iform the yeah, iform see boys the are iform, yeah. punching out for us, yeah. Um got anything in mind, Brett? I think Jack Trainer. Um I don't think we'll see a lot of him on Saturday night and I don't think he's got many in the lead up during the week so I think he's one to take out but I think uh putting Amanda back in the team I think that's a, a absolute number one. We mentioned before Grace Pinella. Um, obviously, she won't be around for a couple of weeks, so she's one to take out as well. Okay. I, I'm thinking that I want to get Amanda Turnbull back in, but if I can't make that work, what I'll do is what we talked about earlier is I've got, I'm have got i carrying a couple of zeros there. Mm. So I'll, I'll look at what, what's what been working around those new drivers that we, we put into the game, around those, those $200,000 and $220,000 drivers. Maybe even might be able to build a bit of a bit Budget. of a chest, yeah, yeah. And, and have it have it sitting there to to um you know tick over for you know to, to throw some cash on some heads 
maybe yeah. the following week. Luke McCarthy's not driving at uh, Menangle tomorrow. Um, I don't. I didn't see the Penrith fields yet. I'm not sure if he's there, and I don't particularly know if he's got the best book on Saturday yet. Um, I know expensive ego's a chance, but um, I could bring Will Rickson in for him. Right, gee, that'd be a that's that's be a, that'd be a that could be a game changer. That'd yeah. be a brave play to not take Luke McCarthy in your team on Miracle Mile night. I don't have the budget to um, for Jack Brown and Will Rickson to switch, which is what I was doing for a little while. Um, I've spent the money elsewhere, so that could be an option. I've just got to see the fields for Penrith and and Saturday and Angle have a good look. But if not, I'll just clean up a another zero score and and go from there. But Will Rickson, do you bring in David Moran for Mark Pitt? That's another option for me. I think I might. And I've only got three trades. Okay. And I've yeah, already right. made two. So the Mark Pitt play, you, you think, um, obviously you, you'd be hoping that Captain Ravishing does something in the mile. Well, I'm thinking of dropping Mark. Oh, you're thinking of taking I, I think him out. Sorry, I, I think Honolulu will win that Miracle Mile. Right. Um, yeah, well, Nathan Turnbull for the derby as well. I think his, his horse was unlucky in, yep. in that uh, heat on the weekend that Cam won at 1,001 on, on Naturally Gifted. Yep. So you'd have um, you'd bring David Moran in in the Riverina there mm. for Mark Pitt. I think so. I, I rate Honolulu's chances better than Captain Ravishing. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah, yeah, just because of the draw mainly. Okay. And Honolulu, the way that they've changed his his um, sort of sit and sprint type horse now, not lead and go all guns blazing. Yeah. It's very impressive. So I'm all aboard Honolulu. What if we get some level of confirmation that Nathan Jack might be engaged on MacDan and and have some other. Engagements. Yeah, well, he's on. I'm ready. Jet in the in the hammerhead. So that's a good option. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one. That's another good one. Yep. So he's listed in the Riverine as well. You get him a bit cheaper than you'll get, um, Mark Pitt. Yep. Mm. Could be one. One to yeah. So there's there's a few names there that that are those Victorians that are listed in the Riverine that are that might be worth having a, having a go at. However, that means that you're stacking your Riverine. You're putting your money in the Riverina on drivers who are going to be in the Metropolitan where we think the spread of points might be mm. pretty vast as opposed to trying to capitalise on a regular Wagga meeting. Yeah. So that, are you better off going after a Jackson Painting or Blake Jones who, you know, might do – or a Blake Mickleff, as you said before, Brett? Yeah, it backfired a little bit last week. If you had Mark Pitt yeah. and you took out um, Blake Jones, then, yeah, you, you lost points. Yeah, you lost points. Yeah. And those margins, you know, the the difference between what well, Blake Jones got twenty two, Mark Pitt got fourteen. That eight points means a lot in the scheme of things, yeah, doesn't it, does. it, Tom? Because that gap, as you said, it's it's fine lines between you know, yeah. places on the leaderboard. Yeah, I think if I had a, made a couple of changes, I could have been top ten for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's cutthroat. Yep. Right. Oh, so you know, there's there's some of the trade options that you know that, that people might want to. How can, how can you out. not bring Will Rickson in on his current form too? It's I wish we had four trades this week. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tom. That's you're starting to sound like the people who, who badger me on on direct messages <laughs> through the fantasy platform now. Um, yeah, sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's people, you know, like Aaron Garrity's one that we we talked about. You know, got that ten points last week. Um, uh, like a. Trying to look for some other even someone other like Jed, Jed Betts in the Western District six points that's better than zero. Yeah, yeah I, I had Jed yeah. in my team as yeah. well. I mean, you're gonna have to pay a little bit more for Jed at 310 as oh, opposed okay. to as opposed to that base sort of 200 220. So someone yeah. like Michaela Towers every week um, might have four or five drives. Like this week, unfortunately, she didn't get any placings, but 
Um, I believe last week she was well into the teens in points. So yep. there's another option yeah. at 225. Okay. This is your captain speaking. Oh, captain, my captain. I'm your captain. I'm your captain. Remind me, who, who's the captain? You be the captain. Who's the captain of this ship anyway? <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> those who took... Everyone except Brett Skelly, who took Cameron Hart as captain yeah. last week, uh, did well. Do you, is he the obvious again this week, or we? Do you think there's some some more options because that you know Cameron doesn't have anything that's super obvious in the yeah. in the triple and double point scores. Yeah, you're spot on there. I, yeah. I don't know this week. I, I I've got no idea. This could be a game changer. This move. I think it, last week was I'll say obvious, um, but. This week is completely up in the air. I think this will be um, the difference between first and hundredth. Oh, I think this is. I think this is the decision that will that will really see that top ten leaderboard pack up, or we could see we could see someone clear out. You know, say let's say it's Troy and he cl- and he gets it right and second and third don't. Mm. He could clear out, yeah. and it could be very hard, or or they could catch up, or someone could come up from say. As you said, it's so close, Tom, outside of that top 10. Someone could really cannonball up into yeah. the top 10. You know, it's so... <sighs> but if, if it's not Cam, who is it? I mean, it's, it's an impossible decision at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, look at that, Tommy. You're, so you're, what, 37 points in front of me and there's 10 points between us, between 10th and 20th. Mm. So... The gap's small, and, you, and that's a that's a gap that can be bridged with the right captain selection. Well, if if I had week. Jack Callaghan as captain last week, you're in front of me. Yeah, and that's the and difference, 20th. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah or exactly. If you had Robbie Morris or yeah, Robbie, I mean fiftieth. <laughs> All right, so some options for us. Um, look, David David Moran. Let, let's look at the features. So the Miracle Mile, and, and if we if we start looking at the obvious, so David Moran's got the the current favourite two dollars eighty with Honolulu Bay. So Jack Callaghan's got one of the top three chances in the in the market with Spiritus and Louis. Uh, so he might be a he might be a good play, Jack Callaghan, because we see the volume of work for Jack across our other venues. Yep. He, he's at an angle on a Tuesday. Um, we'll see him at Penrith on Thursday night, and he's going to be in other races on Saturday. So he he could be an option. Look, Cameron Hardy's has got a lot of drives at Penrith on Thursday. You know, so so there's a there's a play there outside of the features. Don't don't think that, you know, if you don't think that Bravey Kelly's going to win the Miracle Mile, or you know, or he's going to feature in the in in the other bonus point score races, don't think that he's not a play for you either. Yeah, well, I think round six, um, Robbie had the highest score of the week when we had him on the show. Um, he had the highest score of the week, but he didn't win any of the features, but he still had the highest yep. score. So, yeah. you know, so. <sighs> I think it's the toughest week of all that we've had so far on on how we go about trying to decode this and and come up with a captain play. I, I really do. Um, yeah, the 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 derby. You know, you, you've pinpointed Nathan Turnbull as an option, Tom. Yeah. Now, now, if let's say Nathan comes out, let's say he did win that, and that's thirty points, and then he he has a he has a fill-up at Bathurst on Wednesday night. Mm. That would be enough to sustain the captain's armband. Yeah. Well, you're looking yeah. at nearly 100 points. Doing that. Yeah. Um, looking at that same race, uh, Jack Callaghan's got Spirit of Arion for Cobbity in that. 
going from from barrier one, I would have thought he's a is a very good hope in that race. Yeah, I wish Hold On to Your Bling was in the race. His first emergency. I thought that was a really unlucky run on Saturday. Luke McCarthy's got rock and roll hammer in that in that race. So another triple point score. Um, I can't drop Luke, can I? Looking at these fields, well, I was I just about I to say, yeah, forget I've, I said that. I'm thinking he's a potential captain option because <laughs> he's he's got rock and roll hammer there. He's um, Bondi lockdown, expensive ego. I mean, yeah, they're they're not bad horses no. to to have uh, behind you. So many people considered uh, the naturally gifted was a was a shock result in the the third of the heats for the Derby that Cameron Hartle retained the drive. Uh, a heat winner, and he will retain the drive in the in the Derby final. Drawn well too. Yep, yep, drawn well. So again, Cam does have an option there. He's got Bravey Kelly in the final um, in the Miracle Mile. Uh, so an option there uh, does at this stage doesn't have a drive in the free for all, which is our double points race. So you know, but in that race, you know, he's pre- he's probably going to pick up. Pick up something there, given that there's a, there's a few double up engagements. That's it. Yeah, at the moment, but well, look, you'd think you he would if Major Meister doesn't get a start. Yeah, which it's unlikely an emergency will get a start in the Miracle Mile. Then Cam will take the drive on Major yep. Meister in that free for all. Um, probably starts favourite, and in that wouldn't race. look out of place in a Miracle Mile. Oh no, no, that no, was absolutely. a big run on Saturday. Yeah. That that free for all is, <laughs> I know it's a big call, but that's almost as good as the Miracle Mile. That free for all, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's incredible yeah. that race. It's a, it's a group two, but it's group one standard. Oh, it is absolutely. It is like out of the ground. You know, most of that field would not look out of place. You know, you look you're at Inter Dominion winner down the down oh, there. Yep. Yeah, you got, you got Krug down the bottom. You got yep. I cast no shadow for Jack Trainer. Uh, Zeus Bro makes an emergency. Zeus Bro, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know it's incredible, how- isn't it? And and Cranbourne. Um, Bondi Lockdown will go around in that race. Look, many people think Bondi Lockdown was disappointing last week. Luke McCarthy was on our podcast um, for the sprint lane on Sunday after the barrier draw, and he said, "Look, don't go putting a line through Bondi Lockdown." He said, "You know, there, there was that was a, that was a very different race. That one, it was they, were, they went like turtles, mm. and and Luke just got, got circumstance of the race and just missed the." Just missed out by half a head of being in the Miracle Mile. That's it, yeah. You know? and, as, and as he said on that show, um, qualifies, probably probably goes around a second or third favourite in the Miracle Mile. So Bondi yeah. Lockdown will go around in that free-for-all, assuming that two emergencies aren't required for the Miracle Mile. Triple uh, Eight, Greg Sugars was on the sprint lane with us last week and it's very bullish about the, the hopes of Triple Eight. Um, as you said, Major Meister. Cameron Hart is on. It has been telling anyone who wants to hear that Major Meister is the best horse that he has ever driven. Jesus. And he's been some been on some serious chariots. So, wow. <laughs> so that's Who does Greg Sugars drive there? Well, Triple well, Eight or Sugar's, Better Eclipse? Oh, he, I'd say he'll take Better Eclipse, actually. Mm. You would think, yeah. Yeah. He's got a – he told us on the show last week, he's got a higher opinion of Better, better Eclipse is going better than Triple Eight. So I think he'll take that drive. Um, and That's such BD, a Joe, BD Joe has got many saying that BD Joe was the unlucky uh, runner in the qualifiers last week for the Miracle Mile, and the sectionals of BD Joe flying home were better than anything. Yeah. So yep. Tim Williams has got that drive. Pete said so is one that, that flew through the Inter-Dominion campaign, went really well in the Newcastle Mile. 
where you've been bopping just delivers. And Penny Tiger has come over here from Western Australia with incredible raps and done and probably been unlucky again. So, you know, oh, that's a really tough race. That's as good as anything. You couldn't put your money anywhere near any no, of those not, not with conviction. No. no, no. Carter Del Getty was on our Sprint Lane podcast a couple of weeks ago and, and was here specifically to take the drive on Krug. And we've seen what Krug can do before. So that's a tough race. And so how you go about saying, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, with conviction, make a play for a captain based on that race, based on the, the Derby, um, sorry, the, Yes, the Derby and the Miracle Mile, how you can have any sort of faith in, in going after those bonus points, um, you're doing better than me if you can. Yeah, I've noticed Tommy's no longer got El McCarthy rubbed out and he's actually <laughs> putting a C next to his name. <laughs> he's oh, gone and got some liquid paper while I was dribbling <laughs> then and he's, he lifted the red pen off Luke's name. So, yeah, as, as we say, look, how you go about picking, picking a skipper is going to be hard work. Yeah. And... I think it's going to be the game changer that this game maybe needs. <laughs> maybe needs this yeah. week to, to really sort of pack it up as we go again then, as we look ahead to Bathurst and then we get into into the Riverina Championships and then we get – once we get through that, we're on the tail end on the way home. We're on – you know, we're, we're coming down Conrad Strait and we're turning for, mm. turning for home then once we get past the Riverina Championships. So this game will move quick. And this week could be one of those real pivotal moments. Yeah, exactly I think, right. You know, it when might it take a to, big play, but yeah. Yeah, when it comes to captain's play. So yep. um, good luck if, you, if you're trying to, trying to decode the, the race situation this week. But what we do know is the racing is going to be amazing. And it's going to be elite viewing. It's going to be elite. If you're a punter, it's going to be elite punting. It's going to be elite point scoring when it comes to fantasy harness racing. Um, it's going to have everything. And, and the thing is, if you... The other thing to bear in mind, if you are um, really pinning your hopes on the Menangle Saturday night card, have a look at Sky Thoroughbred Central, uh, 528 on your Foxtel box. Um, you're going to get the full uninterrupted coverage with all the, all the trimmings and all the, all the, uh, the commentary that goes around it and, and the analysis and the, the interviews with the drivers and that. And, um, I've got anything to do with it. We'll make sure there's a bit of a fantasy, fantasy of harness racing tinge to it. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, the, so you're going to get a you're going to get a great coverage of that Miracle Mob card on Sky Thoroughbred Central. Yeah, that's great for the industry, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's great. The pictures are amazing. You're going to get the full full night. It's nice a, fantasy it's a, graphic after every race. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fantastic. So yeah, I hope that. Hope sort of. I, I just encourage people, even if it's not among your mates. I mean, do that, or, or your family, or whatever. But start having those conversations, even with yourself. Well, what if this happens? Well, what about this person? Yeah, and that's that's to me, that's the way to break it down and sort of try and come up with a with an outcome. Or maybe what we've just uh, what we've just jibbed on with might actually help. That might be the 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 conversation or the irrational conversation that yeah. people need to need to hear to try and break break down where you might go with your captain arm being this week. Well, that's so. it. I'm sure listening to us, people have put a line through a few. So yeah, yeah. well, you know, hey, but Tommy's Tommy's tenth, <laughs> yeah. I'm twentieth, yeah. and you're two hundred and ninety. Well, that's better than you were <laughs> yeah, last week. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. We're all on the climb. We've we've all had a good week. There's a bit of credibility for the Fantasy Harness Racing podcast for you right there. Hey, legs are still going. Um, I hope hope everyone's having a having a great time 
sort of in those head-to-head battles and the overall overall leaderboards of their leagues. If you, it's not too late to create a league, obviously, so you can get involved and you know, get around that. Um, lockout. This is a really important uh. point to make, boys, because remember the lockout has been 1 o'clock. Mm. So it's been 1 o'clock on Tuesdays. Now, it's not 1 o'clock this week. It's going to be half past 12 Early the first, start at Menangle. Yeah, the, first race, 10 races. the first race is at 12.48. So keep that in mind. Don't don't wait till 1 o'clock this week because you will have missed it because the first race is at 12.48. So um, if anyone thought they were being a bit clever and thought, ah, I see the first race at 12.48 and the lockout's not till 1 and I'll be able to capitalise on that. No, you won't. Sorry. <laughs> We've, we're on to you. <laughs> <laughs> this one already. So, um, yeah, so get in uh, – Take note of that that lockout time because it's important that um, that will be adjusted if it's not already adjusted on the on the clock because we, we noticed that. So, um, boys, good luck with your teams this week. I hope you go well. It, uh, it I think this is a big big week in the scheme of the season for this game. Round eight could be the most pivotal week of the whole season. Yep, I think so. Yes, and most of all, enjoy the racing. You know, we're going to have great racing, not just at angle, but you know, Bathurst car looks great. Pent. Yeah, nine race card at Penrith. That's a lot of points on offer there. Um, Ten races at Menangle Tuesday. Yep. yep. Fantastic that we're going to have River in a paceway back in full swing on on uh, Friday afternoon. And, of yep. course, Newcastle always delivers on a Friday night. So, yeah, going to be a great week of racing. Can't wait. Yeah, all right. Well, to everyone out there tuning in, thanks for your time. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, don't forget to give us a, a like, follow, subscribe, maybe a kind of review if you're so inclined. Uh, tell people about the game. Hey, keep keep recruiting. Keep selling the game. The more people that get involved, the better the banter and um, and the better that we can uh, grow fantasy harness racing. Uh, hope you're having fun. Good luck this week with your team, and we'll catch you again next week on Fantasy Harness Racing, the podcast. Yeah.